a platform for an in-depth look in economic matters with leaders and decision makers. This is BizTalk. Welcome everyone to our China International Import Expo CEO Roundtable. I'm Michael Wong. So the CIIE is back and CGTN is back right here in Shanghai to provide you full coverage of the fourth edition of the CIIE. Of course, we are going to show you the latest products, technologies and services on display. Of course, we are going to show you all the unique experiences that you can find in this massive exhibition area. 366,000 square meters of exhibition area for the fourth CIIE. And we will show you, of course, how CIIE is a platform for building an open global economy based on shared prosperity and opportunities for all. So to kick us off on our CIIE coverage, we've got two fantastic panelists joining us in this beautiful studio overlooking, I'm not sure if our audience can see, but our beautiful Lu Jiazui studio where we can see the glistening skylines of Shanghai. We're joined here right in our CGTN studios by Ma Jun, who is the president of Volvo China Investment Company, as well as by Lars Eckerlein, who is the general manager of ABB. Uh, Ma Jun, you're also the senior vice president of Volvo Group. So welcome to you both. Ma Jun, let me start with you and then we'll come to you, Lars. What does the CIIE mean to you? What does it mean to Volvo Group? Thank you, Michael, for having me here. Nice meeting you, Lash. Uh, Volvo Group drives prosperity through transport and infrastructure solutions. Mm. We offer Volvo trucks, buses, construction equipment, marine and industry engines. We also offer financial service and aftermarket service. Now, our headquarters is based in Gothenburg, Sweden. Right now, we have 100,000 employees. We have manufacturer site in 18 countries and now we sales in 190 markets. When I came here uh, on the way, I read newspaper. I got to know that uh, this year we will have nearly 3,000 commercial exhibitors for this year's CIIE. Yep. I think uh, the number were surpassed last year, CIIE. The number itself, I think it tells the significance the importance and the attraction of this event. It offers, as you mentioned, an open international and cooperative platform or stage for all foreign companies like uh, Volvo Group. You know, we use it to increase the popularity of our brands, to showcase our most advanced products, services, and solutions. Yeah. We also pretty much look forward to meeting more of our Chinese customers. So it's great mm. to see Volvo Group mm. here at the uh, fourth CIIE. Mm. Lars, what about you? What, what does the CIIE mean for ABB? Glad to be here in Madrid and also very pleased uh, to meet you. Let me also start by a brief introduction of ABB. Yeah. ABB is a global technology leader. We're driving the transformation of industry and society for a more sustainable and productive future. And we're active in electrification in motion and process automation and in robotics and discrete automation. China's our second largest market globally. We have a very strong footprint here. We're covering the entire business activities here from research and development, close to 1,500 research and development specialists over manufacturing and also sales and services mm. with about 15,000 people okay. uh, that we do have in China. Um, as you rightly mentioned, this is our fourth time that we're joining CIIE. So we've been there um, from the very first exhibition in 2018. 
And it's really impressive how CIIE has become a world-leading trade fair. Mm. Uh, and that's of real value to us. We've been exhibiting over 130 of our advanced products and solutions at the past three CIIEs. Yeah. We've also been welcoming more than 100 delegations from local governments, also from SOEs at our booth at CIIE. Uh, and we've been able to sign around 70 cooperation agreements with our local partners and customers over the last three years. This is why we're here again. Yeah, okay. Are you, are you prepared to come to the fifth CIIE or is it too early to tell? We have that? signed up for that already. The CII, yes. For the fifth CIIE yes. already, okay. I want to ask you guys about what you're bringing this year to the fourth CIIE mm -hmm. specifically. Mm -hmm. um, Majin, what about you? Let's start with Volvo Group first. Yeah, I think we have been joined for fourth time as you mentioned. This year, the speciality is uh, we actually will bring on our business area, four business areas, Volvo Construction Equipment, Volvo Trucks, uh, Volvo Panda, and the Volvo Financial Service to yeah. join. We will showcase our most intelligent, uh, uh, smart, I think innovative and also sustainable products and service. Mm. As you mentioned, we will have a number of China debuts or even world offline debuts yeah. of the products. You know, a few years ago, uh, Volvo and uh, Lego, the toy company, yeah. uh, designed a particular uh, wheel loader. And based on that, that concept, the engineers of uh, both companies developed a, a real uh, autonomous, uh, fully electric wheel loader by using the exact concept of the Lego. You know, we try to think out of box. Yeah. I think that uh, is something you definitely should go to our booth to have a to see. Experience. Wow, so, so Lego, you teamed up with Lego to yes. build this model. Yes. And then it eventually became reality. A real product. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's also, I read, there's a ship simulator, right? Yes. Volvo Penta. Yeah, what, what is that all about? We, I want to that, try that we out. will show our uh, electric uh, driveline for our boats, and yeah. there will be a simulator. Yeah. Basically, you can watch the screen, you know, add a lot of interaction with visitors. You can try how to speed up a boat or yeah. how to automatically uh, park the, the boat. So let's both try that out, right? That ship yeah. simulator, that should be a cool experience. Uh, Lars, like I mentioned, you know, I, I feel the CIIE is constantly changing itself. It's mm -hmm. getting better and better every single year. How have you seen the CIIE change throughout the years? Because organizers, I feel they're getting better in terms of bringing buyers to the CIIE. Uh, identifying who these buyers are and then better matchmaking buyers with sellers at the CIIE. But from your perspective, how has this expo changed yeah, throughout yeah. four sessions? Yeah. Look, Michael, I've mentioned before how beneficial it has been in the past already through mm. the many visits that we've seen, through the products that we've been able to exhibit. Uh, and I would just see it's just becoming more and becoming better uh, every year. So this year, we'll be bringing more than 40 of our advanced products and digital solutions to CIIE from nine different countries. So just to give a few examples here, we'll be bringing an advanced energy management system there. We'll have our Azipod electric propulsion, that's for ships there. We'll have ABB Ability digital powertrain solutions there, and we have our latest generation of collaborative robots there on display. Yeah. Uh, we will also have 
uh, a demo where our collaborative robot Yumi, that's a dual arm robot, will be doing Chinese calligraphy. Yeah. Wow. So maybe that's something that's to attract you mm. yeah. to our booth for a return sure. visit mm. um, yeah. okay. then. Uh, in addition to that, we'll be launching new products uh, as well. So we'll have four new products that we're launching this year. One of them being a greenhouse gas emission detection system. Yeah. Uh, another one, our Neo Gear advanced switch gear. Uh, a latest locally tailored version of our cabinet drive, ACS 880 and a digital version of our furnace temperature field solution. Yeah. If I want to find kind of a common denominator of all of those new products, mm. it's sustainability. Sustainability, okay. They're all promoting sustainability and that's why we've selected uh, as a theme for our booth this year, yeah. ABB partner of choice for sustainable development. I want to get your perspectives overall on the business environment here in China because I feel, you know, Volvo Group and ABB bring these products to the fourth CIIE. There's got to be a reason why you chose these certain products. There's got to be this demand either now or in the future for these kind of products here in China. But just overall, give us your lay of the land in terms of how you see China's business environment right now, perhaps how it's evolved in the past few years, and then your outlook for the business environment ahead. Manjin, how about let's start with you? Sure. I think uh, right now we are under this dual circulation scheme. Uh, China continues to open up their market or segments. This is a particular case for our automotive industry. Uh, in 2020, the maximum 50% foreign equity restriction of commercial vehicle manufacture was actually removed, which means now foreign companies can have 100% wholly owned uh, vehicle manufacturer in China. Mm. To respond to the change and also to show our uh, commitment, long-term commitment and confidence in China market, Volvo Trucks actually announced in August this year uh, to acquire uh, JMCH, a truck uh, operation in Taiyuan, uh, Shanxi province, from uh, Jiangling Motors. Mm. Uh, the intention is to locally produce our newly uh, launched the premium trucks uh, in China at the end of next year. Yeah. Volvo Group have been in China for almost 30 years. Next year uh, will be our 30 years anniversary. All business areas, all functions and the service right now are current in China. We also have established our full value chain from R&D, purchasing, manufacturer sales in China. We also have good cooperation with local partners, uh, with Dongfeng Group and uh, with SDLG, Sandong Lingong. Oh, fantastic. So full value chain, just like ABB established here in China, from R&D all the way to after sales. Uh, and then, Lars, what do you think about the business environment here in China? Well, first of all, uh, China's seen a remarkable economic development over the past decades. And I think the 14th five-year plan makes it very clear that the focus for the future is going to be on sustainable development and on high-quality development. Yeah. So clear focus on innovation and on sustainability. And I think that's very important to note because it's important not just for China, but also for the world because it's addressing several of the mega trends that we're yeah. seeing today, whether it's climate change, rapid urbanization and aging population. Yeah. Um, I think uh, all of this is going to be uh, addressed and the key f buzzwords here are really then innovation, sustainability, digitization. Yeah. 
Um, we have benefited over the last decades from the positive economic growth in China. I already outlined the strong footprint that we have in China. Uh, and with the research and development and manufacturing capacities that we do have, we do feel very well positioned for the future as well. Um, with the new focus, stronger focus on innovation yeah. and on sustainability. Yeah. Yeah? We also do see an overall positive business environment. Uh, there's strong support from the various levels of government. Pandemic, as an, as an example, uh, also there, I think we've been strongly supported. Uh, I think uh, we've been able to protect our employees and their families from a health perspective. Yeah. But we've also been able to ramp up our businesses pretty quickly in the first quarter last year already, and mm. we've seen strong growth ever since. Fantastic. And you mentioned sustainability several times, Lars, so let's touch upon that a little bit more because your technologies, your industrial solutions, can help your clients reduce their carbon footprints. Mm -hmm. Talk to us maybe a little bit more about that in terms of helping your, your clients here in China to do that. Absolutely. Well, first of all, we very much welcome China's pledge to peak carbon emissions by 2030 and to become carbon neutral by the year uh, 2060. Mm. We do see opportunities in two key areas. One of them is maximizing the utilization of renewable energies. Yeah. China's already strongly invested in renewable energies, wind, solar, hydro, but there of course need to be more investments going forward. And we're supporting a lot of our customers in this respect, whether it's on the generation side, or the transmission side, or the storage side. Mm. On generation, for example, offshore wind, uh, is an area that we're working on uh, a lot to provide reliable operations. Um, the second key area is increasing energy efficiencies. Uh, today, around 75% of global CO2 emissions are in either industry, buildings, or transportation. There's massive potential to actually address that with today's technologies that are already available. Mm. So just maybe two simple examples here. If you're attaching a variable speed drive to an electrical motor, such as the one in a pump, you can save around 20% plus in energy. Wow. If you're installing smart building solutions compared to conventional solutions in a building, again, you're looking at 20 plus percent in, in energy savings. Yeah. And these are all technologies that are available today. And what about ABB itself? What is the company doing to make sure that it, mm. it is put on a sustainable footpath itself? Carbon neutrality by 2030, I believe, is ABB's goal for itself. How do you get there? Yeah, yeah, that is, that is correct. So last year, um, we have published our ABB sustainability strategy for the year 2030. Mm. Um, there is, first of all, an element in there in terms of enabling a low-carbon society. There are actually three elements. The first element is the one we talked about just before, which is helping our customers with energy savings. We've yep. set a target for that, 100 megatons by 2030. It's a very large number yeah. compared to a 2019 baseline. Yeah. Um, but we want to lead by example. You said it rightly. So we ourselves are committed to become carbon neutral by the year 2030. And we've started that process already. So over the last eight years, the greenhouse gas emissions in our factories have reduced by close to 60%. And we already today, in our factories in China, we have um, uh, close to 30 legal entities in China. We have several of those that are certified national green factories. 
Mm. Now there's more to do with the rest of them, actually, yeah. and that's what we are in, in the process of doing, uh, and that will help us achieve these targets in China, but of course then also, also globally. And as a third key, key element, there is the element of preserving resources with a circularity approach. So yeah. we're committed to having 80% of our products and solutions covered by the circularity approach in the year 2030, wow. which is our key uh, timeline there. Mm -hmm. And I think all of these three examples explain that sustainability is not just about ABB or our employees, but it's really about the entire value chain. So it covers our suppliers, our customers, the communities we live in, and yeah. we feel we can make a positive contribution for all of those. Fantastic. I mean, that vision is so clear, I feel, from ABB in terms of how do you, how do you get the company from now until carbon neutrality and helping your clients as well to lower their carbon footprint. But for Volvo Group as well, Majin, um, sustainability is the same level of importance as safety. I mean, safety, I would say, defines Volvo. And right now, sustainability and safety, they are the same level of importance. How, how does Volvo see this? And then are there perhaps some more challenges for uh, an established maybe automaker, a traditional company like Volvo to make that green transition? I mean, it's not a Tesla, right? Mm. It's not one of these new EV companies mm. that can make the transition from a blank slate. Mm. What do you think? Mm. Yeah, uh, now we're Volvo Group sustainability strategy focus on three elements. Uh, the first is uh, uh, climate, uh, the second is resources, and third is actual people. Uh, on the climate side, you know, the green gas emission is one of the major threats to the planet. There, what we can do is to replace the fossil power by clean energy. Everyone knows, you know, the resources is not infinity, mm. and we need to increase efficiency and also take a big step towards the circularity, as Lash mm. also mentioned. On the people side, we are a people-centric company, and we want to really fully utilize everyone's potential. And the sustainability strategy has been implemented in the full value chain, actually same as what ABB has been doing, you know, from R&D purchasing operation, and from downstream, upstream supply to the downstream dealers. And we also have promised that our whole value chain and uh, we will achieve the green gas emission net uh, zero and also 100% fossil free uh, trucks and the machines in 2040. Uh, it is an ambitious goal, but uh, we believe uh, we will be able to do that if we work with our partners and also the society at large. Uh, of course, the, the challenges uh, most companies, uh, including Volvo, are facing for our industry, mainly this uh, urbanization and the climate change. Mm. More than one half of the population now uh, lives uh, in the city, and we see the trend, the urbanization trend even will continue. This means it requires more transportation of goods and the yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, the, the side effect, it will have more emission. So in a way, we are the meat, we are part of the problem, but we need to be part of the solution. Absolutely. That's as I mentioned. And the climate change, the temperature increase. Uh, uh, this year, we have uh, announced our pathway to fulfill the goal uh, defined at the Paris Agreement. And our specific uh, short and medium target was validated by the science-based target initiative 
uh, we are accelerate the path to be much uh, sustainable and uh, green in the future for the society, uh, for uh, our company as well. So, so what does fossil fuel-free trucks mean for the China market? This is sort of, you know, I was, I was asking Lars about what sustainability means for the China market. Mm. What kind of market opportunities do you see here? I mean, we definitely need, I feel, EV yeah. trucks mm -hmm. in China as yeah. well. Yes, the main purpose is really to replace the fossil uh, power by pure uh, electric trucks. Uh, we actually have our full range, uh, Volvo brand electric uh, mid-duty trucks already uh, SOP 2019. So we look forward, we would have similar trucks uh, products uh, available in China in the near future. Mm. We also work on the uh, hydrogen uh, trucks. You know, we had a cooperation, uh, we established a joint venture with uh, Daimler. Uh, that was announced uh, uh, 2020. We were uh, the company is called Cell Centric. We will produce the hydrogen uh, truck batteries at a mass uh, uh, scale to promote that. And the third thing is actually to replace the fossil energy by the biofuel. Uh, so we see the three alternatives to change the fossil power in the future, and that. I understand uh, are also the same technical solutions recently announced by China. China will do the exact same thing. Yeah. So we look forward to have a cooperation with local players to achieve our joint goal. So I mean the market potential, the market demand for clean energy trucks in China, I would assume would be huge. It, it is. Huge yeah. going yes. down the road. Sure. I want to touch upon innovation because ABB is going to have a really cool robot factory that's going to come online, I believe, in 2022. Robots making robots. And ABV wants this to be one of the most modern, most flexible manufacturing sites for making robots. Talk to us about that. Yes, fascinating topic, Michael. Um, we are one of the leading global providers of industrial robots and machine automation. Mm. China's our largest market for industrial robots. So we do have a strong manufacturing base for China and for the region here already. Uh, we also have a strong footprint in research and development with our global research and development center that's also based uh, in Shanghai and uh, where we have co-developed over the last years many of the solutions that we're selling in China uh, as well as globally. So as you mentioned, um, we're investing into our new factory um, here in Shanghai. Um, it's expected to go live um, in the first half of next year. Um, highly automated, advanced and, and flexible, actually I think the world's most automated robotics factory at that point in time. And robots making robot means we will be using our own robots in the manufacturing and assembly process of yeah. those robots that we'll be selling to our customers. Yeah. Yeah? So that we're really um, excited about. Okay, so what is the demand potential like for industrial robots? Yeah, we have seen it increasing through the pandemic yeah, because it has changed the way we live, work, and, and do business. Yeah. Um, our customers are increasingly looking for productivity increases, quality increases, increases in flexibility, yeah. or also increases in the safety mm. that they can provide to their employees. Yeah. So these four factors, either in isolation or in common, are what's driving um, the intelligent manufacturing and the, and the upgrading. So today, through the use of artificial intelligence, traditionally using robots for car bodies, they're using robots now for 
the, the assembly inside the car thanks to AI. Mm. Also, uh, containers that are offloaded from ships, you can open the twist locks on the containers via a robot, which is also safer than having that done by a human. Again, it's AI powered because these twist locks yeah. have different uh, features. Um, also in the construction industry, robots start being used. So elevator companies, when they're installing the elevators in the shafts, they're drilling holes via robots. Lars has mentioned huge implications for manufacturing, for supply chains mm -hmm. around the world. Yeah. What's Volvo's take on, on all the technology buzzwords, 5G, AI, big data? Yeah, I, I think if you go to Volvo's factory, no matter produce trucks or construction equipment, we can see ABB drawbacks. <laughs> yeah, uh, the automotive industry is experiencing a revolutionary transformation as well. You know, we see the automation, electric mobility, and the connectivity are the new trends, and Volvo has been present in all these frontier areas. In the uh, automation side, we have a cooperation with a U.S. company, NVIDIA. And we also have uh, autonomous transportation solution as a pilot mm. running at a different location globally right now. Uh, in October, North European biggest logistic and shipping company, DFDS, actually ordered 100 heavy-duty uh, Volvo trucks, uh, Volvo truck electric. Uh, uh, I think that uh, is the biggest order so far. We can see now our customers show stronger interest in electric vehicles. And on the connectivity side, I think Volvo Group also in the industry leading position. Right now we have over a million connected customer assets, no matter trucks or machines. Uh, so that is a showcase. We will continue like uh, what uh, Lars mentioned to also uh, work with partners to really accelerate the transformation in the future. And then our uh, objective for sustainability or innovation is really to transform the world to a better place that we and our next generation uh, want to live in. Yeah, I mean, really, really great perspectives. Start us off for the fourth CIIE, right? I feel excited about the CIIE and just the market potential for ABB and Volvo. I mean, one of the key themes that you find at the CIIE for every single one is this theme of openness, the openness of the China market. Mm -hmm. And yes, we are seeing some supply chain disruptions right now around mm. the world, but that's temporary. Mm. What we see right now in this part of the world, I mean, we have RCEP, we have CPTPP. RCEP, if it comes online, that's going to be huge when it comes to supply chains, when it comes to zero or very low tariffs. That should provide a lot of opportunities for both ABB and Volvo to grow mm. here in the China market. So mm. thank you to you both, Lars Ekelein of ABB and the Majin of Volvo. I will definitely make sure to check out this robot calligraphy machine, mm. right? How precise is it, Lars? Can it write fancy Chinese or is it like block char characters? Want to keep you curious. Curious, Just so I gotta go, go see it. Okay, <laughs> so for all our audiences and attendees going to the CIIE, Make sure to check out ABB's robot calligraphy. Perhaps we'll show you that. And then Volvo's ship simulator. I think these two things are going to be super cool. Uh, make sure to stay tuned to CGTN as we provide you full coverage all throughout the week of the most exciting products and experiences that we can find at the fourth edition of the China International Import Expo. I'm Michael Wong. We'll see you again soon here in Shanghai.